Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Sports Department Podcast, the wrestling recap version where myself, Stephen Clark, and Jesse Norman are here to break down and give our honest review and reaction to Elimination Chamber 2021. It, it, it was okay. Uh, wasn't the best pay-per-view coming from me. Um, wasn't the worst pay-per-view. It, it was average to me. Um, it's, it's what you get. It's what you get nowadays. Um, it's not going to be as good as TakeOver last week. But um, Jesse, um, how are you doing before we give our reactions on this i'm doing pretty good you know can't complain too much good uh pretty rainy yeah but it's uh not fun it's you know not what fun. are you gonna do yeah um not nasty weather out there we can't decide between rain or snow it's a mixture of just wintry mix and it's horrible i'd out rather there. rain than i'd rather rain than snow oh so would i can't shovel rain which is why i like rain so i'll, I'll take as much rain as possible but um, no, Elimination Chamber, what, what, what are your thoughts on this show? Meh. Meh. Pretty meh. Pretty meh. It, it was fine, I guess. Um, I I had a problem. Um, they didn't they didn't showcase women in this at all whatsoever. Yeah. Yeah. Um, they did the Jax Baszler uh, match with Sasha and Bianca, and it was probably the worst match on the card not that yeah. there was many matches on the card no yeah um but you know we'll, we'll, we'll hit on all the topics but just pretty mad man i agree very mad but before we get into that i have to bring up our predictions thing and how we did um justin isn't here so we can't bash on his stupid picks but um we can talk about our picks and how we have the same picks again, both of us. So, and we actually both won again. So now the standings stand as you have three points because you actually won all three pay per views so far. Technically, I have two. Justin still has a big fat zero. So it, 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 this race looks <laughs> like it's, we're we're kind of starting to run away a little bit as Justin keeps at zero in total points standings. You have fifteen total points. I have thirteen. Justin has seven. Um, but it, it's very close, and we'll do the ratings and all that at the end of the show. Justin already sent me his ratings uh, about like when he texted the group chat um, that he couldn't do this because he has to work or something. I read it quickly, but I think he has to stay there for work and also has to shovel his driveway. So that's why he's not here, and it's just us two. But enough of me babbling about that. Uh, let's get into the card. And as expected, we started off with an elimination chamber. There's two chambers on the card. you got to space them out somehow. And they start off with the SmackDown one, which isn't for the title, which makes sense. Have the one that's for the title in the main event. Um, so they did that, and they had the SmackDown Chamber, which was the number one contender for Roman Reigns' match. So it, it, it set it up to be, okay, they can challenge Roman later in the night, whatever, all that stuff. All right, cool. So it, it, it was good. I thought this match was good. Um, what wasn't too flashy, flashy wasn't too extreme. Uh, good wrestling. Um, Daniel Bryan Cesaro put on a show for me. Jay Uso did very well. Owens getting his arm caught was a fun little elimination. Uh, Baron and Sammy didn't do too too much, but I thought it was okay. How'd you how'd you feel about this first chamber match? Yeah, I I thought it was fine. Um, I mean that was my overall takeaway. I thought it was I thought Cesaro was fantastic in it. Yeah. Um, I thought Bryan was pretty good too. Um, I'm glad that they got Corbin out pretty early because <laughs> honestly, like, yeah, come on. Yeah. They, they had him in there. He dominated for what felt like forever. Yeah. And then they took him out. Luckily. Um, yeah. One thing, and, and I'll bring it up later on too, in the other uh, chamber match, 
they the camera work for these were not good no they were not on par with where they have been before they you would miss so much and they would not stop excessively cutting just to end up giving you like the same angle of the shot there there would be like impact moves and they would be cutting three different times in the span of them doing one transition move it was the headache for us really bad it got better it got better as it went on but it was especially through this first chamber it was very lackluster yeah uh i i didn't understand that either i I saw that once you actually pointed it out because then i noticed oh my god like like you said like the quick cuts the very very quick cuts like all from the same angle almost they wouldn't stop cutting yeah and they just would not stop cutting and we've been in that environment before because that's what our major consists of um your broadcast journalism on media production so we kind of have a feel for that stuff and we're kind of more um knowledge in that area than an average fan would be so just seeing that is just it 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 it, it was hard to like focus on the match when that's happening yeah i didn't even notice it until um i was watching with my girlfriend and she pointed out she was like i don't know what just happened like what was that move she's like they switched they switched the camera angle three different times. I can't tell what the move actually was supposed to do there. And they, I feel like I they was like, yeah. a lot of moves too. Yeah. They were like late to get to the scene. Well, and then they would the show, show, and then they would show replays, but the replays you can only show are what you already had live. Yes. Yeah. So they'd be showing these replays of moves. And it's like, I still can't see that because yeah. of the angle, it's not the fact that like you, you hit too late or anything it's the angle it's like i can't see what's going on here no you're 100 percent right um but back to the match um it, it, it was just it didn't feel like a big fight feel because you just knew what was going to happen later in the night it was like okay the winner of this i'm glad brian won and brian got an opportunity but it it, it, it just didn't like make me like excited for this match in a way like i'm happy for him i wanted cesaro but what are you gonna do um, but Brian won the match. At the end of the day, Bri- Daniel Bryan won this match, so good for him. Um, the chamber starts to lift. Once I see that chamber lifting, I know something's about to go down. And then Roman's music hits. Roman comes out, and he basically just almost, almost oh, was in a submission for a little while. Daniel, well, he challenged him right then and there. But then um, uh, Brian put up a little bit of a fight, but just couldn't do anything, and the match was over within a couple minutes. And that's it. Just like that, and Roman won the match. But I think the biggest talking point of all this is what happened after this match, which was then Edge coming out, spearing almost at order, spearing Reigns, pointing at the WrestleMania sign, making his decision clear that we are getting Reigns versus Edge for the Universal Title at WrestleMania. Yeah, I mean that's that was a good way to uh, to end it. My only. My only thing is I I don't want Edge to lose at Mania, but also I don't want Roman to lose at Mania. So, oh, it's tough. That's going to be a very, very tough one. Because like you said, Edge is on this amazing comeback tour ever since he won number one at the Rumble a month ago. Roman's been on the tear of his life Mm -hmm. since SummerSlam, basically. It's like two guys who are like really, really hot right now. Like, 
I, I guess they none of them can really afford a loss in a way. Like it doesn't hurt them. Too yeah, much. no, I I totally agree. Yeah, because they they really have been doing this whole comeback tour with Edge, but Roman or or and Roman's literally just been tearing through the whole roster. Yeah, a hundred percent. Yeah, tearing through the roster, um, unless uh, interference or something, somebody helps somebody win. Or, or, or I don't know. I really just don't. Rock helps Roman win. Maybe I can see that. Otherwise, I I don't. They need, they need something big if they're to have an interference for this match of WrestleMania. Because otherwise, I think Edge yeah. is the pick to win, just because uh, it it makes more sense in a way. It just does. The whole comeback tour just completes it full circle. Now he won the title mm-hmm. finally, and there's rumors that he's going to be bringing back the. Well, and I mean, he would he would be beating he would be beating what the most dominant champion that I can think of. I mean, Brock was dominant, but Brock wasn't showing up every week. Like we know how dominant Roman is and he reminds every single pay-per-view yeah, how like, dominant he well, is. I haven't seen like a so, I mean, that would be good. What? Mm-hmm. What, what would be good? Uh, I mean, it would, it would Um, like, it's a good story for edge to, like take out Roman as like he's the king of the mountain everything but I just I don't know it, it didn't feel like we were building to that um which is fine because you know we're still a couple months from Wrestlemania so maybe they'll make it feel like that um I just felt like you know Roman's story never felt like it was gonna overlap with edges and now it is so I think they have to kind of build around that kind yeah. of a thing yeah, yeah, I see that too. But like you just said, we're a month, about a month and a half, couple months, couple months away from maybe. So there's still a lot of time yeah. to build this story and get an actual story about this. Just Romans you know, also said everybody, all these young guys want a shot at Edge. You know, the, how many? We don't know how long Edge is gonna be around per se. You know, he's on a full time deal, but he could realistically only, you know, he's on borrowed time. He already retired once. He's back for his for his victory lap. He might only have, you know, one more year in him. So you need to hit all the big matches. You need to hit the Edge Roman. You need to probably do Edge Seth. You got to do maybe Edge and Drew and Edge AJ. Like all of those, you, you got to hit those while you can. Yeah, you have to. And you, you just mentioned the big one, which was Edge and Seth, which I know Roman has been doing a really, really good job with this universal title phenomenal job but i think this match would have been so good if seth rollins was the champion at this time just because of the whole thing of rollins stepping on edge's neck and trying to kill him a couple years ago and all that stuff just that would have became Mm -hmm. full story and i know you can't really just give seth the title out of nowhere because he just came back at the rumble too but i just think that would have been a better wrestlemania match if even rollins even if rollins just won the wwe title or something on raw and edge challenged him there that would have been awesome i think cuz it's very hard to predict the roman and edge one but um congrats to edge roman brian all put on a great show in that opening match and we're to get to the united states title match um earlier in the night it was uh, announced that Keith Lee had to step out of the match. Um, they said because of injury, but I'm pretty sure it's because of COVID because his fiance Mia Yim had COVID, but I don't want to start any rumors because I don't know for sure, for sure why he was out. But um, they had to have a fatal four-way on the kickoff show, which consisted of Ricochet, Elias, John Morrison, and Mustafa Ali. And Morrison won that match, shockingly, out of all the young guys in that ring. They gave it to the old one, but that's what they're used to doing in WWE. And 
Morrison inserted himself in the match. So triple threat match was Riddle, Bobby Lashley defending his title, and John Morrison. And Riddle walks out the champ, surprisingly, if you ask me, right? Yeah, I mean, we know why later on uh, kind of sets up a whole thing. Um, and I think they did that very well. Um, yeah, good for Riddle. It makes sense. He pinned, He didn't pin Lashley. Um, Lashley never got pinned for his for his U.S. belt. Um, cool for Riddle. I mean, he's he's been kind of doing nothing since he got onto the main card. Um, they teased a lot of stuff with him, but this is the first time they've actually given him something. So hopefully he doesn't uh, fade into the United States abyss um, yeah. that it was here and there. Uh, I think Lashley did a pretty good job with the belt, uh, all things considered. But we know over the past couple of years, the U.S. belt has – historically been you know the most uh underappreciated um Shinsuke had a whole run where he like didn't defend the belt for like literally four months yeah um yeah so hopefully they didn't just do this to get the belt off Lashley to give him something else to do hopefully this moves Lashley while also still having a good fighting champion who you can put on pay-per-views yeah, I agree. And um, we're going to talk about Bobby Lashley a lot later, not a lot later, a little bit later in this podcast because he has a big part of the main event that he got involved with. But no, I'm, I'm a fan of Riddle having the U.S. title. Like you said, exactly. He didn't do much since coming up to the main roster. I just wanted to know if this would have been the same results um, if Keith Lee was in the match, if Keith Lee maybe would have won the title instead of Riddle. But um, I'm okay with Riddle still winning because I think they just added the Morrison in there just to someone to get pinned. I think Riddle might have been the one to get pinned in this match by Keith Lee, if anything, because they weren't really doing anything with Riddle. Riddle wasn't really a part of the storyline as much as Keith Lee was with the Hurt Business. But, um, hey, I, I'm not complaining. I'm very happy about this. A guy from NXT getting a mid-card championship within a couple months of getting up, not too, too long, but still was up there long enough to earn a title. So that's great. I just hope he continues success of the main roster and doesn't just fade to black, pun intended. Um, all right. Let's, <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah, let's uh, move on throughout the show. We're, we're flying through the show. There's not much to talk about, but like you brought up the women and how they weren't showcased much on this show. And we have to talk about the women's tag team title match. Um, there's not much to talk about except for the fact that Nia and Shayna retained against a very talented and beautiful tag team in Bianca and Sasha Banks. But um, we, we saw this coming. Me and you both saw this coming. They, they have their NXT match scheduled for this week or next week. And it, it was it was a waste of a, of, of a match, honestly. They could have been, uh, it could have been a SmackDown Women's Championship match with Sasha Banks instead of this, if you ask me. They're... This it it wasn't this wasn't good. Like no. I just they they haven't I, I don't understand. Like I just don't get it. They they make this big deal about the women's division all the time. They bring up the women's revolution all the time. But you can't even make the argument of like, oh well, Becky's not there, Bailey's you know, like all these different people out. Just Becky's not there. Charlotte is back. Um, Asuka has been the champion and has been dominant since Money in the Bank. Sasha's around, Bailey's around, multiple women are around, and they didn't even get a chamber match. They didn't get anything. No. They got a women's tag team title match that 
didn't really make sense on why it was happening. No, you're hundred percent right. And I, I like the point that you brought up that they didn't even get a chamber match. Cause usually it goes back and forth for the last couple of years since they've had a women's chamber match. It has been that a male on one roster gets one and the women on the other roster get the other chamber. So yeah. Sasha defending inside the yeah. elimination chamber makes perfect sense. There's, there's a lot of women to use on SmackDown. Or Asuka. Or Asuka, which we'll get or to her Asuka. in just a or couple. Some, like you can, get to her now, honestly. Yeah. Go, ahead. Go ahead. I mean, they cut her match. Yeah. They just cut her. They cut her match. And it's so funny because you're telling me that you don't have anybody to fill in that role, which tells me one thing, especially they're planning on doing Oscar Charlotte at mania. There's no other way they're going to do it again, because if not, why would you not do a Charlotte flair Oscar match here? Just throw her in Charlotte flair is the ultimate, you know, competitor. She, she flies into title matches all the time. Who cares? Nobody would question it. Um, and then even if you don't want to do Charlotte, there are other women on the roster. Do a fatal four-way kickoff match like you did with the U.S. belt. Yeah, you literally did it in the you did it in the in the in the show. Yeah, yeah. I, I just I, do it again. I get that the Raw roster of women is not as good as the SmackDown women, but that's not an excuse. It, it, at this point, it's just not an excuse. Um, there's a bunch of viable women. They just could have had Asuka beat that they don't really care about. You, you got Peyton Royce, who's actually buddies with Lacey Evans the last couple of weeks, which would have made perfect sense to have her in this match. Perfect, perfect. sense. You yeah. have Nikki Cross. And they you have sp- back did they there. not split? Did they not split Peyton Royce and Billy Kay up because allegedly they wanted to do a singles run with Peyton Royce? Exactly why they did it. And where, where, what's that happened? Nothing. Literally nothing. You got Lana backstage. Even though Lana's not the best, it would have put a match on the card. You got Mandy Rose. You got Dana Brooke. I know, I guess they're saving Charlotte. Charlotte or Becky for Mania, I'm guessing. But you have Charlotte. Yeah. You run that, I guess. Um, call up someone from NXT for one night call up Rhea Ripley call up somebody do something it's just frustrating I feel bad for Oscar she doesn't deserve that and they didn't just they didn't even address it no they didn't even address it no they just they just scrapped it we literally were sitting there well like when when the um last chamber came on I was like they're doing this early and I was like wait a minute yeah. Is there another match? There's supposed to be like at least one other match. And I was like, oh yeah, the Oscar match. Scrapped. Just like that. Scrapped. And the, the funny Just part didn't is... Even, didn't even... Not even a little line. Nothing. nothing not even Just Lacey, not even, oh, Lacey Evans. She's pregnant. Yep. That simple. Nope. Just nothing. It. Just didn't even talk about and it. If I, I might be wrong about this, but I believe on the kickoff show too, they still said the match is still on or something. Or Oscar will still be defending her title or something. Um, I, I guess uh, they, we're filming this on a Monday before Monday Night Raw, but maybe she's defending it tonight. I I, I don't know. Um, it's it's just it's it's frustrating at this point for Oscar. But it back is. to SmackDown, that point you made a little while ago that they should have had a chamber too. The, the SmackDown's women's roster is very very good. Like you have Sasha in there, Sasha can win the chamber. That's fine. You got Bailey. You got Billy Kay. You got you got um, Liv Morgan, um, Ruby Riot, a uh, bunch bunch of women, bunch of really really good women on SmackDown, and they're just 
they just put Bianca and, Ta- and Sasha in a tag team and just wasted that. They tried to f- the further that feud and honestly didn't do a good job of furthering that feud either because they didn't really butt heads or anything after the match. It's just, oh, we lost, that's it. And basically that's it. But very frustrating night for the women. Very, very frustrating. Um, but let's let, let's move on to our main event, which we were shocked to see at the time because uh, no Oscar match, but uh, men's elimination chamber match for the WWE title. You had McIntyre, AJ, Sheamus, um, Hardy, Kingston, all those guys, all those guys. And it, it wasn't bad. It wasn't bad at all. Like, I, I like that it had it like an actual meaning, this chamber match, that, you know, it's, it's for the championship. Drew had to defend his championship against five other guys and successfully did so. Um, I thought the match was good, though. Uh, I was very shocked that Sheamus didn't last too long coming in from the last position, and he wasn't even in the final two. And that's the feud they've been building for like the last couple of months now, and he wasn't even in the final two. It was AJ and Drew in the final two? AJ has just been with almost like feuding with other people. Like I, I don't understand that. Can you make any sense out of that? Because I, I can't. No, I, I really can't. Um, I was really shocked when Sheamus was was eliminated before AJ. I was like, oh, wait, why is AJ the final two? And I mean, don't get me wrong. They, they eliminated AJ literally right after. There, it was yes. one other move. It was just the Claymore. Um, a cool, cool Claymore. But still, too. no, it felt a little. It was a phenomenal forearm. Yeah, well, no, and and yeah, phenomenal forearm into a Claymore. It was it was great. Um, I thought I thought the chamber was really good. Yeah. Um, but it just it, it kind of fell apart when it was like, yeah, we know Drew's gonna win. Like there, there, at no point did it really feel like anybody else was going to pull it out. Yeah. And that- then, especially once Sheamus was eliminated and it was just Drew and AJ, I was like, oh yeah, this yeah. is over already. It doesn't matter. Yeah. No. Um. I I agree. And like like you said, the match was still very good. It was very, very good. Um, everyone put on the show. Everyone had to do what they had to do. Uh, I liked the part where almost ripped open AJ's pod so AJ can get an early advantage while everybody else was down in the ring. Um, I really liked that moment. Um, but uh, Kofi did didn't fine. get a single elimination off of it. That that yeah, that did happen. That was funny. <laughs> um, but no, po- Chamber was very good. Made Drew look very, very strong. Um, which which is what we like to see. But then. Again, I haven't seen this in many chamber matches, but the chamber was getting lifted up right away again. So you knew something was happening once the chamber got lifted up right away again. Everyone's like, oh, Miz is going to come. But no, it, it was Bobby Lashley. And if you- I was saying, too, I was like, Miz can't cash in yet because Drew's not beaten down enough. Yeah. I was like, he's beaten down. But not enough. But he is st- he's standing. You can't, Miz doesn't hold a chance against him if he's standing. <laughs> like, yeah. there's no way. And you were right, because he wasn't beaten down enough until Chamber lifts up and Bobby Lashley comes out. If you recall earlier in the night, it seemed like the Miz and MVP were kind of like making a little deal backstage or something. Like, the, the audio wasn't there. You just saw their mounts moving and them two talking. So, so something was up since there. So I like, I like that they recalled back to that, basically. And Bobby Lashley just beat the crap out of Drew. Just all around the ring, all around around the ring by the announce table, just beat beat the crap out of him. Basically looked at the ramp. The Miz's music hits. Miz waddles down the ring, catches in his money in the bank. The bell rings. Once the bell rings, they're like, oh, wow, this is going down. We're getting a cash in right here. 
and Miz cashed in in a short amount of time. The Miz, 10 years apart, wins the WWE Championship and is a two-time WWE Champion. Oh, wow, wow. I, I, I saw it coming, but at the same time, I didn't see it coming. Like I was very shocked, surprised, and happy to see this. I really was. Yeah, no, um, it felt good. Um, I was one of the people that really, really wanted Miz to uh, have a championship run back when he was doing his IC belt, um, when he was really headlining SmackDown, um, doing fantastic for, you know, it felt forever ago that he was doing that. Um, But no, this is good for him. Um, We know it's a short-term thing, but hey, he's a two-time WWE champion the first ever double grand slam champion yeah he Um, he did the cycle twice or at least the first ever modern day yeah he's completed the cycle twice like like completely three twice he he has like yes and i i mean that's he did it completely through twice with like eight intercontinental championship rings yeah um, he, he deserves it. The amount, so. I know people were complaining a lot online, a lot that Drew and that Miz is the champion and all that stuff. But there's, there's a couple pointers to this. Number one, he only had till May to cash in the money in the bank because that's when the money in the bank briefcase was won and it's eligible for a whole year. So he only had till May. What are you going to do? Right after WrestleMania in, in, the, in the home stretch of the summer? No, you're not going to do that. Number two, the Miz deserves it, man. At, at this point, he's been very loyal to this company. Is a very good ambassador for the company. Has his own TV show. Brings in the views for the company. And just like you said, from like 2016 to 2018, the work he was doing with that IC title was just insane. And he just deserves to have another run. Besides that one little lackluster run in 2010-11 when he won the title then. And 10 years apart is a long time not have the title so i'm i'm very happy for him i'm excited to see where this goes because all fingers are pointing it looks like to lashley eventually take the title from the miz potentially to, uh, on raw tonight we don't know it, it's before monday night on raw or at the upcoming fast lane pay-per-view and it's shaping up to be lashley and mcintyre at wrestlemania which is fine by me how do you feel about lashley and mcintyre at mania um i i mean i like it a lot more than uh, anything else that was being pitched uh, yeah. as of right now. Um, the, the only, my only problem with it is, um, you know, I feel like Lashley kind of deserves better, um, you know, a- as opposed to just getting like this one little run that's going to be used to probably put Drew back over. Um, yeah. I think I think Lashley deserves an actual run with the belt at some point. Um, he's proven when booked right, when used correctly, he is a draw that can put on very incredible matches. Maybe not from a technical standpoint, but from a storytelling and just a physical standpoint. Lashley is a very good wrestler that I feel like still, you know, with the Hurt Business has been fantastic, but I would love to see him have an actual main event run um yeah i mean and as much as i'm saying i like lashley there's no way this should headline oh no i i think this uh, this match needs to go on this match needs to go on when sasha and bianca are the main event i think yeah i think those are your two main events sasha bianca and edge and roman i'm pretty sure smackdowns are taking uh night one and smackdown should take both of them 
I think so too. But no, to your point again, um, like you said, Lashley, this, this hurt business has been doing wonders for this group. All of them had championships and a lot of these guys weren't doing much at the time too, when they came together. So it, it, I, I was a big fan of the hurt business from the beginning. I had faith in them. I wanted them to get all the belts and it looks like Lashley did a really get the WWE championship it really looks like that's gonna happen even like I said it's for a little bit of time he deserves it too and like you said when he's in the right role dude is money he's straight up money he, he he's he's a top star in this company and it, it's cool to see him and Drew and probably Drew get his moment at Wrestlemania which is expected but I'm, I'm excited I'm excited for where this goes and when and if Lashley if, wins the belt if Christian is not back right like not as a wrestler lashley is the last active ecw champion is he not in in the company Big still? show van dam yeah he is wow i have to look up list of champions you might be right because everyone else is either in another company usually impacted I mean, in a different God. company or retired wow you might be right let's see um christians oh morrison 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 Morrison. you're right but he was as nitro yeah because the rest are hardy mark henry kane's not really with the company either chavo punk Mm -hmm. morrison then lashley yeah they're they're right by each other wow that's crazy to think about that wow ecw just them what a time but um hey we have to give our ratings on this pay-per-view before we wrap this up really quickly. Um, I'll, I'll say Justin's first because he texted me earlier and he's not here. Justin rated this pay-per-view a 7. A 7 out of 10. Uh, I thought that was a little generous if you ask me. I'm going to give this a I six. agree. I'm going to give this pay-per-view a 6. I'm going to go 5.5. Wow. I'm lowering it even more because... The, the, the lack of any women being on the show, the fact that they cut the Oscar match and don't even talk about it. Um, the Chambers were fine, but in reality, is anybody going to be talking about them in even a year or two? No. Not really. No. They're not very memorable Chambers. No, um, they're not. Overall, it, it was fine. Um, it was fine. Yeah, it, it, it was. It, 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 it was fine. Exactly. It wasn't the best. It wasn't the worst. It was average. Um, but our score uh, as a total of all of us combined is 18.5 out of 30 or a 62 out of 100. So our worst rated pay-per-view so far. I can't wait until there's a really, really bad pay-per-view, like from top to bottom, how bad <laughs> our scores are going to be for that. Um, but hey, that does it for this episode of the Sports Department Podcast. Thank you guys for listening to this episode. Us too appreciate it. Justin, Joe, Steve, appreciate you guys listening. Uh, make sure you guys subscribe on uh, YouTube, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify. Follow our social medias on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at Sports Depth Pod. I'm pretty sure there's another mock draft you guys are working up pretty, pretty soon. Um, baseball episode, basketball, hockey, uh, all, all the sports. Um, I know they're going to break down the National League Central, I think, now this week coming up. And Steve's working on a hockey one, and the basketball one's also in the works. So stay tuned to all that fun stuff, and we'll see you in the next episode.